Welcome to We Like Having Fun and Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. It is July 17th, uh, and we're recording the episode recapping yesterday, July 16th, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Carl out in Philadelphia. Carl, how's the weather today in Philly? Cloudy, for sure. It was originally supposed to rain, but hmm. I had a nice bike ride earlier, a little humid, but... Mm-hmm. Altogether, a pretty good Friday. How's everything in New York, Mike? Things look nice out there. I haven't actually stepped outside yet today, but I see the sun kind of creeping in. And uh, here comes yeah, the sun. Here, here it comes. Um, what kind of bike do you have? It is a Trek Domain AF R3. It's like a that fast I, bike, right? It's got a few gears on it. I yeah. definitely need to clean some of the chain and cassette but Mm. it's been good the past few years okay okay very good um well let's just jump into it here we had a uh a confident and well executed show as tim said in after hours i agree with that pretty solid across the board um first thing we started with uh i mentioned um I, I noted they, they had a Jesus Jones little song situation going on right here, right now. It's somebody put that song on, which I thought was funny. Um, it has that, that song has a weird special place in my heart because it was the first CD that uh, I think my older brother or older sister ever bought. It was like the first CD in our household. It's Jesus Jones of all CDs right here, right now is like the first, you know, big old that stupid old box you know that the cds used to come in it was like the first one so hmm. how Jesus long ago Jones. Was that? Uh, i mean i think it was like 1990 or something like that wow. um so i would have been like nine I, I was too young to get cds yet but that was like the first one in our house and yeah so special place in my heart whenever i hear that song i have some fond nostalgic memories um we quickly got into casey Kasem lottery picks uh <laughs> Which was really funny. I love the Casey Kasem drop situation. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that got brought back. Yeah, uh, I haven't had that in quite a bit, but I think that's one of the first fond memories I have of Office Hours is when they would just ask Casey to give him a number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they they uh, found a new way to do that with the with the lottery picks. Um, yeah. Want want another one? I wonder um, if there's gonna be a consistency with this where it turns into a code of sorts i mean maybe that's just the number in me but yeah i don't, I feel I don't know it could connect to area codes or have some math science with it okay maybe this is a city of the day uh lincoln somehow um maybe i think it was sporadic when they brought it up though tim said it was just yeah randomly thought of in a few seconds but it's a classic yeah, he he. Had, well, it was funny. He said they they discussed doing this Casey Kasem thing a few days ago, and then he said just before the show they talked about things for like an hour, and it didn't come up once. And then right off the top of the show, Tim remembered and and put him on the spot. And it's fun to uh, you know hear Doug scramble and then pull up his uh, Casey Kasem folder. He's he's very good at Casey Kasem. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, then it was announced that they're. 
breaking up with Starburns uh, in the podcasting world um, and turning the show into an independent project. And uh, one thing they started doing that was new was the uh, the paid comments um, in the YouTube, which which is was straight the super comments or whatever. Um, but I, I haven't listened to the podcast version of this pretty much since this since covid kind of kept me inside i've had the time to just watch it so i've watched it so i don't know they 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 had uh said some things about some of the ads maybe being a little annoying and and not mixed well you listen to the podcast sometimes right carl through apple podcasts occasionally they definitely make it known that it's a starburst and i say starburst jokingly um that Uh is a starburst an M&M Peanuts production. Uh, the ads mm-hmm. are definitely there, and some of them are random, telling you to listen to some other podcast, which is gotcha. fine. You know, there's always... I, I haven't had to go to a producing company for a podcast before, but I imagine that they want to play by their rules and advertise what they want to advertise. So it's interesting to hear them step away from that and also talk about who's produced the show in the past and where they're heading. Yeah, I had a little Aristotle uh, drop in there. Um, yeah, um, I thought that was interesting. Um, I guess at this point, because they kind of just have control of who's, you know, like the, their people are their people. It's not that, you know, I, who, who, I can't imagine how many more people come because it's a Starburns production. Like how many people just like, I only listen to Starburns podcasts. <laughs> like I, I doubt there's many people that are like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's nice they get to just take their own control, maybe make their own ad revenue. Um, so then we moved into a thing. Uh, there was a quick, they were talking about Joe Rogan for a little bit. Um, yeah, do I've you never, watch it all? I've never watched or listened to one second of that. Uh, Not bes- besides like a clip, you know, like if there's a viral clip or something. Um, but The one I where can't, and he's I, talking I, to someone else, that one that went viral. I can't even I I honestly can't even think of one. I, I don't know. I just I the idea of Joe Rogan being somebody you'd listen to about stuff way back in the day when this started, I was like, "What? Joe Rogan? Why would any like he seems like a not a guy I'd want to listen to about anything." So, yeah, I have no experience uh, with him. I mean, him say what you want, think what you want about him, but yeah. he has had a lot of episodes. He's like in mm-hmm. the I think the 1500s now. Um, yeah. I just listened to the Hannibal Burris one because of links to Eric Andre. I don't know where else I could find a conversation with Hannibal Burris that's over two hours. So that platform is real interesting in the sense that people, I think, have an opinion about it, whether they're into it or not into it. But mm-hmm. at, when you step back from that, he has created a ton of content and really built himself up. And the guests that he has had on there, I don't know what other platform you would have them all contained in. That's not just a news segment, 60 minutes type deal. So, hmm. I mean, he's just doing interviews with people or are they just talk like what, what is uh, what makes it special for you? It's a long conversation that doesn't have an awkward pause or a random drop. It's just a conversation between two people for sometimes hours. Which, if you're invested in the person, like the Elon Musk ones were interesting, just science, and then the Hannibal one was cool just to see where mm-hmm. those topics go. And, you know, you pick and choose which topics you really care about and listen to. But 
if you have a lot of time to kill and you need a podcast to just zone out in and you like the person that's on, I, I think the platform and whichever podcast it is, you can take or leave, but that's the beauty of podcasts. You don't have to subscribe for the series. You can just tune in for one episode because you like whoever's there and then tune out. Yeah, I was always, um, I was just, it was him that bothered me because I knew him from just like that weird TV show. Fear Factor. Yeah, I was like, the Fear Factor guy has a podcast? Yeah. Like what? That guy seems like an idiot. So I just <laughs> never bought, like I figured, okay, if he is having conversations with people, like they're not going to be <laughs> good because he's an idiot. I, I don't know. So I, I just always had that. I always had that just kind of biased uh, view from from Fear Factor. It must be from, but um, yeah, I know. And did you watch a lot of Fear Factor? <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, but I I knew of it, <laughs> and okay. I knew his face, and it was just like this guy's gonna like give thoughtful yeah. interviews. I don't know. It just didn't all match up in my yeah. head. But I guess and I don't know. I, I don't know the interview for the interview format podcast. I think for me, maybe by the time I heard of him having one too, I was already kind of burned on it. Um, yeah. I was a Mark, you know, I'd listened to Marin for a while and, oh, yeah. and lots, lots of other comedy ones that were just these interviews, just like this week we have this person and it's all fucking two hour conversations with people. So I was like, I don't, you know, I'm kind of over that. Um, but perfect. Okay. COVID maybe downtime. Maybe I'll, uh, yeah, maybe I'll check it out. It sounds like you're a somewhat of a fan. Uh, if the person's good. I mean, if there yeah. are other podcasts I should be listening to that have that same kind of dynamic, I know of Marin and then, yeah. It's those two that I think really do the long conversations consistently. So, yeah, holler if you got something. I'll listen. To yeah, it. I'll, I'll sure. Um, uh, then we we had uh, Molly on the line, who strangely brought up Chicken Run Two, which became <laughs> uh, an episode theme. Um, very very strange. Um, uh, this led to some different places. This led to Tim saying that he cried watching Inside Out, which he says always happens to him. That, um, yeah, and then it got it. it Inside Out. I, yeah, I saw it, and I it didn't. I don't think I got as choked up as, as others did, but maybe because I don't have children or something. But I, I thought it was decent. I didn't. I didn't love it as much as other um, Pixar joints. Got it. Uh. uh Chicken Run, I think I remember seeing a long time ago and thinking it was pretty good. Um, I, I like that they this led to this this World War Two allegory, um, and then the <laughs> Mel Gibson, uh, you know, tiptoeing or they're like, oh, we got to tiptoe around that allegory because yeah. Mel won't be happy with that. Or I'm surprised Tim didn't bring. Like, yeah. yeah, I know. Why didn't Tim bring up the Suns? Uh, you know, I guess maybe he's just officially off that movie so he's yeah. just free to fire off at mel but who knows um, i still haven't i haven't checked back in on that imdb yeah so yeah imdb check-in on that um yeah. chicken run 2 comes back again uh chicken run comes back later on if you could believe it a couple times um yeah. i actually checked the imdb for chicken run 2 and it's scheduled for 2021 and they have someone listed as playing Rocky. Do you want to take who is a guess it? at who it is? Oh, is it a famous person? Uh, to a degree, yeah. To a degree. Um, uh, somebody that kind of sounds like Mel Gibson. Um, sounds a lot like Mel Gibson, yeah. 
somebody that sounds a lot like Mel Gibson. Um, I don't know. Just tell me. Uh, we're gonna be here all day if I start. I'm just drawing a blank. It is Donal Gibson. Who? It's his uh, younger brother. Younger brother got the gig. Okay, good I for read him. That the correctly. whole, yeah, I the mean, whole, the I whole, know whole family is getting involved. In. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Younger brother of Mel Gibson on IMDb, the ninth of eleven children. Eleven children. The Gibson boy yeah. was wow, awesome. Mel Gibson. Crazy. Um, city of the day. They uh, they said they're going to release this track, maybe, which which would be fun to have. Um, I'd love to play it in our podcast, and I just think it's a fun song. Um, our sponsor, which is the most important part of City of the Day, Solomon's Solemn Short Shorts. Um, sweat less and say yes. Um, if you got a burial at sea, uh, you know, th- this was a very ridiculous long winded uh sponsor here and we we really are sounds like doug is really gets into these sponsors because again he he said oh there's more you know like it sounds like the last couple of weeks he's 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 written up all this copy and had this ideas and he wants it all to get on um but yeah this one was weird and, and kind of silly like dress shorts you know it's kind of strange um yeah. seems as if but it, doug knew the direction of it and yeah, I think, I think he wrote it. It sounds like yeah. something he wrote. Yeah, very, very strange, but um, but fun. And uh, so they are keeping it going. City of, the Dog, city of the Day continues. The city was Cahokia, Illinois. Um, and uh, they dropped a bomb on us saying there's a new, brand new code for us to crack. Um, going to be pretty hard with one city, but... Um, I don't know if anything comes to mind from Cahokia, Illinois, if you looked it up or s- tried to figure anything out. but Yeah, you might need uh, two or three to build a pattern. Yeah, yeah. But I, I hope what... it's better than just, this is the escalating population on a Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah. I, At I some would... point, this algorithm is just going to be blown out. I would guess that, um, you know, it's... I'm guessing there's probably something like facts about a, a city, you know, still or some sort of list. Maybe could be wrong because they were all confused when Matt said, yeah, this is they're like, how does this fit into the code? So, yeah, I don't know. Well, um, I don't know. Maybe it's if you look up Cahokia and try to find something, um, some sort of fact about it, uh, maybe you can figure something out. Uh, let's see, Cahokia, <laughs> the population of Cahokia began to decline during, the, the site was eventually abandoned around 1300, um, so may, maybe, it's maybe something to do with, uh, uh, population again, um, who knows? Who knows? Because I'm looking up. Two or three to make a pattern. Yeah, I'm looking up Cahokia, and it's, oh wait, this is the wrong Cahokia. Fuck, is it? Yes, it is the wrong Cahokia. I mean, the population is 15,000, so that's pretty small. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on it, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll crack it. Um, call came in asking where Tim finds everyone for On Cinema. 
that's a very common question that Tim has gotten over the years and all different sorts of interviews about where they find these crazy kooky, you know, characters and random actors for all their stuff. Um, yeah, he said they found uh, Axiom uh, on a uh, through a headshot or whatever, but yeah, I don't know. That's that's something we don't really have to go over. I, th- I think it's been pretty well discussed that they find these people on random. Uh, you know, if you ever cast something and just throw out a kind of blank, you know, auditions, the r- the amount of the random people you get, you get some weirdos. So I think they just pick the uh, <laughs> kind of craziest looking people. Um, Pam Keith, uh, we had some fail, some technical fail on her part for a while. Um, they had said KW was sabotaging the interview, um, so we had to wait for her. Uh, we got a Beatles question in before she finally figured it out, which was uh, yesterday. P- right? Putin's Putin's favorite song, um, which you know was. I think the answer to that question was, uh, was yesterday. Wasn't it, it? It, it was yesterday, but it, like the way the guy was selling it, it didn't really make sense. Like his clues weren't yeah, helpful. That, I don't think that joke could use some work. He needs to work on his chunk. Yeah, it's bad. The stump, the stumping the buff. Well, I'm Good always, filler in between the tech difficulties, though. I thought that I uh, liked. Uh, I liked they start. Yeah, I liked that they started. Uh, they um they started. They like had Pam get involved with it, which was fun to get her just kind of loosened up and in the zone. Yeah. Um. So as research she did before she even signed up to do this. I don't know. I mean, I mean, Tim's pretty popular guy. I'm sure you could look some shit up, but yeah. yeah, So I thought it was it's fun. Um, Tim said right off the bat, it's strange for them to be getting involved in a random congressional race in Florida, which is now we're all pretty involved in it now um, because we watched the show. So, you know, I don't need to belabor this uh, Pam Keith interview. It, it, she seems like a solid candidate, and I like her energy, and, and she was cool. She, she, you know, she was, you know, the right choice if you're, uh, if you're down there in the 18th district. Um, yeah, I wish that an- Doug proposed his question on why Florida, how she ended up in Florida. Yeah, I mean, the thing that I noted from the interview is that Doug figured out how to jump into the live chat, and I don't know if you were able to do watch the replay chat when you watched, but or if you watched on Thursday live. Um, but that was a fun new thing. He was like, "What drop should I do to ruin this interview?" He was like, "Getting you know." So I was like totally distracted from what Pam Keith was saying for a while, and just like you know, listen, just watching Doug and watching the responses in the in the chat, and eventually a pickle drop you know, slipped in behind and, you know, we all kind of had a background laugh and then, you know, Tim, you know, was also, or no, actually I think Tim jumped in during the, um, the John early, but yeah. Um, yeah, that was cool. Um, she kept calling herself a weirdo and I don't know if that's because she did do her research on the show and wanted to be like kind of kooky and crazy and like make sure that she came across good to, to everybody watching, but yeah, she seemed like a nice lady. I thought it was. I think it's funny that we're following this now. Um, yeah, I've never been so invested in Florida politics <laughs> as I am now. I mean, she did make up a good make up bring up a good point that um, you know a little district like her could go could mean a lot to a lot of uh, to voters, and you know her 
her doing a good job down there could affect things in a greater way. So, yeah. Do you have any fond memories of Florida, Mike? <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Um, I've been to Florida many times. Um, my parents go to Florida f- during the w- cold winters here in Buffalo every year for a couple months. Um, and I'll go down and visit them. And as a kid, we went to Disney World, and you know, we we've done a little Florida. I, I like Florida. I'm I'm not I'm not one of these anti-Florida people. I also don't mind like hanging out in communities that are like got old, pe- you know, I like, got old people and stuff. Like I'm fine with that. Like I I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, you know. I think Florida is a nice a nice place, and um, no no beef with Florida for me. I think the beef everybody's problem with Florida is a little obnoxious personally to me whenever it's like oh florida fucking worst people ever like yeah i mean <laughs> listen there's there's people in every state in the, in the nation that has there's lots of dumb people everywhere florida just gets a bad rap for whatever reason i work in florida a lot i do a lot of work down there oh, so okay um but yeah they're in trouble uh florida's florida's in trouble right now um don't know when the next time we're gonna be down there hmm. um so then we had a couple calls, but then we I'll just we'll note the Edwin call because Edwin um, was, uh, you know, said he was stuck in an existential crisis. Um, they said you should start a Lemonheads cover band because you look like the guy from the Lemonheads. I thought it was funny. I thought he, Edwin actually looked a little bit like a young Doug. <laughs> he kind of had a little really? bit of a young Doug look. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong there, but I was like, oh, he's kind of a young Doug. Um, Doug was rifling through music to find some pot. Like Tim was going, like wanted to start his little speech, and Doug played this kind of sad music. And he was like, "No, no, this is positive." And it was funny to hear Doug kind of r- ripping through songs. And uh, <laughs> you know, he went to <laughs> "I Like Having Fun" and the, the closing music and and all this shit. And yeah. um, did you that ever was funny. have a time like that when you were twenty two? Let me think. Twenty two, feeling blue. I, I, I don't think so. I, I think that you know, I was in, you know, just getting out of college, and I kind of quickly found um, my sort of career path right out of college. Thankfully, even though I'm, you know, my career's kind of changed a little bit throughout that, but I had something like that I was excited about that was like happening right after so i don't think i had that i think i had that more now um just as a 38 year old man um some some days i i I feel for edwin you know like what what is going on maybe all my choices in life have not are stupid or maybe they're going away you know maybe my job's going away and you know i get stressed about stuff now um so it could just be a just that the world is in a place that gets us into a kind of a strange place. But what about you, uh, Carl? Yeah. You um, had one? Just, you had an yeah, Edwin? I mean, I, I got lucky in a sense that I did, you know, field work for teaching and that went well. And then I got picked up pretty quickly after with jobs. So I think it came down to like kind of the third or the fourth year of thinking, am I going to keep doing this? does this make sense? Should I try something else? And I think that part was a little bit more challenging because I had, you know, put in the effort and had it kind of 
come to fruition of like, all right, like now what? I'm in the driver's seat. I've kind of built this thing up. Do I continue with this or do I opt out and try something else? And that thought still comes up every now and again, but uh, luckily I'm happy with what I'm doing now. And it's, I think, really cool that Tim gave Edwin the time to talk about it and gave his experience. And Vic even opened up about how he's seeing outside help. And that's really cool too. It's definitely something I've done. Like Mm -hmm. there are only so many resources you have if you sit in your house all day, but um, whether it's through this and I didn't expect this to turn into uh, here's my story of being 22 kind of episode, but I really thought it was great that Tim gave Edwin some light. Yeah, no, it was to move forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was super nice. Um, you never know what it's going to be like when somebody like this comes on and, you know, the kid said he just joined the zoom a second ago and suddenly he's on there and he's, you know, stressed and everybody backed him up, which was nice. And yeah, Vic saying he's started to see a therapist and then Doug saying, yeah, I should do that. And, you know, Tim describing that when he was young, he had no idea what he was going to do. And, you know, so so don't worry, everyone. It, you know, it gets better. It takes time, but you figure things out. And, you know, this led right into John Early joining uh, the conversation, who he had been listening. And, and he, you know, felt for Edwin and wanted to reach out to Edwin, too. So, um, yeah, Edwin, getting a lot of uh, getting a lot of love and support from the community. Um, but, yeah, so they were able to kind of transition right into you know, John, where were you when, uh, when you were 22? And, um, you yeah, know, I think this episode had a really great job of tying in people calling in, but also the guests that they had in both instances, they were kind of brought into the conversation. And I think that was a nice transition that hopefully they do yeah, more bo- in the future. Cause I feel as if calls just get stopped and you're like, all right, all right, they're here, they're here, they're here. Let's switch to them. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Both, um, both calls, that happened right before the interviews kind of segued right in. They were almost kind of, um, you know, like the Beatles question went into Pam and Edwin went into John Early. Uh, so John Early, um, I knew him only from Search Party, which, and I only watched the first season of that, but that was a cool show. I, I think there's more of, I think there's like a couple more seasons I should maybe watch, but he's very funny. Um, they talked a lot about... Uh, you know, community theater and, and high school theater and some things I mentioned that they had kind of said, what would it be like um, for a community theater to per, to do Hamilton, you know? Uh, and I thought that was an interesting, I, I hadn't thought of that, but that will be the future, right? Like for, you know, for 50 years going forward, little high schools and community theaters will be attempting to do Hamilton, you know, because it's, you know, it's one of the most, it will be one of the most famous musicals ever. So I, I thought so. that was an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, sure. Have you seen it already? No. Um, but <laughs> have you? No. No. <laughs> well, well, everybody else has. Yeah. Everybody else has seen it, um, and it's extremely popular. It has a nine on IMDb. That's so insane. It scored so well. Yeah. Well, everybody loves it, man. Um, cool. So they. They, um, you know, I, I thought John really like said his, his big advice for Edwin and, and for everybody was to reinvest in reading. 
um, which I thought was cool, and and I I agree with that. I think that's nice. It's a good if everybody just read a little more and got off their phones a little bit, and got off the social media. You know, we'd probably all feel a little better. Um, yeah, specific types of reading because I feel as if people say they read Twitter or read. Yeah, know, a yeah, BuzzFeed yeah. article that they read something that really had critical thinking attached to it. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, early Johns <laughs> was the game they came up with, uh, which was funny. T- Tim wrote a whole gosh darn theme song for Early Johns, um, uh, including a bridge, which we waited for. Um, I LOL'd at that. That was very funny. Um, and the game was fun, too. I think this was a Doug game. I think they said that, too. He got credit for it later on in, in After Hours. Um, uh, you know, I don't need to go through all of that. But um, so at some point, they, they ha- I, I've noted a, a joke that made me laugh, something about Paul Simon's wife. And um, Tim was like, Paul Simon's wife every day. Is he going to be wearing the hat or the wig today? Uh <laughs> And John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt um, was another thing that kind of made me think and made me laugh a little bit. But yeah, uh, I think it's the riddle or the nursery rhyme. The rhyme, yeah. John Jacob. Yeah, yeah. He, Tim was like, "Why do we know? Why do we all know that so much? We know that yeah. more than all these other famous Johns." And you know, why is that stuck in our heads? What it is about those words? Um, and. Um, yeah, I've never I've never seen John Early's five 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 show, but I looked it up. Maybe I'll maybe I'll check it out. I guess it's good. It's absolutely production. So yeah, that um, stamp of approval means a lot. Sure, um, but yeah, I didn't really have much else for John Early. I thought he was a great guest. I thought he was um, super good energy and um, nice message and uh, funny. And, uh, yeah, they said Matt's wife is a writer on Search Party, so there's a little connection. Um, He's also in The Disaster Artist. Have you seen that? Yes. Oh, yes, I saw that. I don't remember what he was was in that. He was the... One of the guys on the crew? The agent for Greg. Okay. It's a small, small part. And then, I guess, the executive person yeah. comes in and says that he's good for the agent uh-huh yeah so good 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 guest there um so there was uh after he left somebody called about Vic's name and the fourths and um a super a super commenter uh said that Vic should adopt Edwin and name him Vic the f- change his name to Vic the fifth uh which was funny. And and Doug, for some reason during this call and like after the John early, Doug was all fired up and <laughs> he like wanted him to ditch the caller. And uh, I don't know. It was just, there was something just funny going on with Doug at the end there. But um, yeah, we got to hear, hear the early John song again, closing out the show. I don't know if you had any other notes about the normal show. I didn't really have much else, but no, solid no technical difficulties minus Pam. It was yeah, a pretty Pam. good show, and I thought that it flowed well. Uh, flowed, yeah. In comparison to others, yeah. The yeah, questions not, not, leading to not a, other interviews was good. Not not a lot of lulls, uh, plenty of laps. Um, no. They and, also uh, dropped 
Oh, they dropped one drop that I thought was funny. Let me see what it was. <laughs> oh, they had a good, uh, at, when they were talking about Chicken Run, they had a lot of good chicken drops. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of Joe Rogan drops. I didn't know they had that many <laughs> backed up. Um, oh, they did a Scatman John drop. That was pretty good. Have you listened mm-hmm. to that song before? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I have. I don't remember that, but yeah. Random okay. one. Random song. Like one. Yeah, there's a lot. Deal. Mm-hmm. Um, After Hours uh, was the first thing they did was this uh, Holy Trinity court um, where this guy uh, claimed to have come up with the Holy Trinity, but... His comment was edited, so we'll never know, or, you know, I don't know. We, they had Judge Phil come on, but his mic was quiet. It was sort of a Phil fail, I wrote, and that's kind of a bummer, because I would have liked to hear, I'm sure Phil had a, a rant about it, but I don't know. It seemed like Tim wanted to move on from that pretty quickly, which is interesting. Um, do you think Tim would be the type to see something in a, in a YouTube comment section and then just tweet it out or start using it himself? Well, what do you think? I mean, last week we looked at YouTube comments and Tim responds to them. He says that he doesn't look into them, but he definitely responds maybe if it's just a pressing comment. But, uh, sure. Who cares? <laughs> very much. Name. Very, very, <laughs> very much. Very much who cares. I don't think Tim would care if he... I don't think Tim was trying to say I definitely invented it, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was... Uh, it was a weird thing, weird hole to go down that Tim... I think if Tim would have fought for him inventing it more, it would have been more like, yeah, no, this guy's lying. But I think Tim was just like, yeah, I don't care if I stole it or not. Um, yeah. not, not even that it would be stealing. It's just like, well, if somebody's going to comment on my thing and I see it and I like it and I'm going to use it, who cares? So. Yeah. I mean, you could have uh, also called them the Three Stooges and then what, are you going to track down the origin of somebody being called a Third Stooge? Sure. I don't know. Yeah, really funny. I, it but was a, yeah, it was a weird thing. It was a weird thing to get into, but I guess you know they need some content for after hours. Maybe that guy, <laughs> that guy just seemed like kind of a weirdo. So I don't yeah. know. <laughs> That's just me judging the way somebody is uh, looking on a thing. But uh, they started talking about the Vic Burger election special from back in the day, and I, I it was like right in the middle of all this, and I, I was like, what are they talking about? And then finally, I figured it out. Um, I don't think I've actually watched the Vic Burger election special. You watch that? Think I have. I've watched this pilot, but it's not the election yeah. special. The, yeah, there's. So I looked it up on YouTube. There's like an hour long cut of it with like deleted scenes and all sorts of shit. So I have oh, to okay. check that out. Seems like they had a good time, and and Tim produced it. So yeah, I don't really remember that. Um. They had said that they're missing the random international callers, which I agree. Um, the Zoom does kind of give us the, the same sort of callers. Um, Tim made a big announcement that he has a new Decker idea that they're going to make someday, or they would hope to make someday, sure. which is very exciting for everybody that's a fan of Decker. Um, Ellie got on and uh, showed us her new toilet puppet. Very funny. Ellie, we love Ellie. Um, Did you actually see the puppet? Yeah, yeah, she, she showed up on okay. the video. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She crushes it. 
whatever she does. So it's cool. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. You know what? I forgot to uh, I forgot to ask her if she wanted to be on this week. Damn. Mm. Uh, so Renner or cigars? I thought that was a, a funny situation. Um, everybody voted Renner, uh, which. Thankfully, th- we did because Renner, the Renner shit was crazy. I'd never seen that video of Renner. <laughs> it was so goofy. And then the, the craziest thing about it is I went on Spotify afterwards. Renner's got fucking five million listens on all of his songs, man. He is huge. Wow. And um, I was playing for one for you earlier. Like the song that they showed in the video, what it turned into is this crazy fucking song. I wonder if it, I wonder if it connects if I play it underneath here um how many of those five million did you listen to i can't hear it but i'm sure it's wonderful you can't hear it oh shit all right well i don't know i don't know how we do that but i'll try to track down the song maybe i'll even buy it just so i can put it in um edmund was mentioned again uh they said, hey, Edwin, join the pa- Patreon and, and you'll feel better. Um, uh, um, there was like a couple books they talked about. Tim talked about the Charlie Kaufman book, which I'd like to read. Yeah, that sounds interesting. There's another book called I'm Thinking of Ending Things by Ian Reed that I'd like to read that I guess Charlie Kaufman's directing an adaptation of that. Uh, talked a little Phoebe Bridgers. We talked some Chuck Mangione, some Zappa, some Neil Young, a bunch of bunch of music stuff at the end. A lot of music uh, talk towards the end. Yeah, um, which I'm into all that stuff. I like Zappa. I like Phoebe Bridgers. I like Chuck Mangione, and I like the new Neil Young record that they they talked about. So Tim's kind of oh, yeah. changed his mind about Neil Young. He, he talked shit about Neil Young a few eps back. Now he's saying, "Oh, he's good. Yeah, this episode's good." And um, and we got Deerhoof announced as being on the the app next week. Do you know Deerhoof, Carl? No, tell me a little bit about Deerhoof, Mike. Uh, they're just a weird indie band. I thought maybe I, th- I wasn't sure if Deerhoof would be like a skater kind of band. I, I don't know. Uh, perhaps. No? Let's maybe. see, musical okay. group. <laughs> American independent music group formed in San Francisco in 1994. Yeah, I guess they're a little older than I would have thought, but mm. yeah, Deerhoof is cool. I, I like Deerhoof. You should give them a little listen. Um, yeah, I'll do that. Let's see. Uh, I think I I saw Deerhoof in uh, in London one time. I went to a a Yoko Ono, John Lennon. Um, like uh it was like a they were doing like the double fantasy like all these different bands were playing music from you know were like doing that album because it was the anniversary or something and hmm. Yoko Ono was there it was kind of crazy but um yeah Deerhoof played a set before and I think they did a they did a song but yeah Deerhoof was cool that should be an interesting talk and um yeah, we went off the air with Doug doing uh, Neil Young, <laughs> like with his little effects pad, which yeah. is Swinging which made me smile. Up yeah, up and down. Yeah, I yeah, was riding pit. my bike when I listened to that. <laughs> was, I was curious when it was going to end, but I also didn't want it to end. Sure, sure. No, it was good. Um, but yeah, that was the app. I mean, really, uh, just pretty, pretty uh, low key. Nothing too nuts. 
no reason to go nuts. No KW. Yeah. So really calm down of, from last week's episode. Yeah, the KW shit kind of got crazy this week. I listened to this um, Q non anonymous uh, podcast with Tim on it this week. I don't know if you. I saw it. that. How was that? It was okay. Uh, you know, it was it was it was cool if you were like you know really want to go in you know get deep into that. But it was kind of him. It was like him discussing what they did on the on the episode of Office Hours. Oh, and, okay. Um, so. And they like went. They did that. They did this like kind of weird, you know, little fiction short story sort of read through thing at the end of the episode that Tim played K W Miller in this little skit thing that was kind of went on and on, and I, I didn't find it that entertaining. But I don't know. I've never listened to that podcast, but I guess it's a pretty popular podcast, and um, you know about conspiracy theories and just kind of like crackpot theories that they sort of make fun of and stuff but um yeah kw got a lot of got a lot of uh attention from all that shit but the, the, the funniest part about the whole thing is that tim said there as we ended last week's episode we had seen that tim was now saying that he yes yes he was fake yeah they, they made him up so <laughs> it was all just a gag that they made up and he had said yeah now we're at a point where if we can make it so KW's got to just prove to people that he's real. <laughs> you know, that was kind of the, the, the point that they were trying to take it to. Is KW real? Um, you know you're not doing well in a, in a poll if, if you, people don't even know if you're an actual uh, comedy sketch or if you're real. So, I mean, if I keep running down his Twitter feed and how many tweets he makes in a day, I don't know. No, it it's insane. Like a parody account to me. Yeah, it's to- it seems insane. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't seem as impossibly not real. I hope that continues, though. I hope that they keep uh, monitoring the Florida politics. Yeah, I think I think we will. I would be su- surprised if we didn't. So um, that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, all right. I'm 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 good. You good, Carl? As good as can be. All right, man. Well, uh, I guess we'll see y'all next week. And um, thanks for tuning in. Why don't you uh, head over to, we never do this, but uh, head over to iTunes reviews and uh, leave us a five-star review and a, and a comment. It really it really helps out us, uh, our, our advertising dollars. And, you know, it's, that's, that's a way you can support the show if you want. Because, um, you know, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't care if you do that or not. We're doing this. We're just having fun. Um, if you really like want to do fun. that. Yeah. We like having fun, everybody. So uh, see you next week. Carl, take care, buddy. Toodle, Mike. See you, everybody. See ya. <laughs>